Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. <laughs> It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America, here's 93.7 at Ticket's Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And the Lincoln Journal stars Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake, sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning. Happy Tuesday to you, Steve Sipple. Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead. It is a basketball night for Nebraska, 6 p.m. tip against Michigan at PBA. Huskers trying to get off a two-game losing skill. We'll get to get to more of that here in a second. Also, Robin Washington joins us at 725 to break down that game and more. How are you today as you uh, cough? cough. So that's a great, great way to start the yeah. show. Yeah. I'm doing fine. Uh, I, I noticed, I kind of listened back to our show yesterday. I noticed that I don't talk very loud, and you talk really okay, loud. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to change that. I'm going to yeah. help you out here. Yeah, I got to talk louder. I, th- I thought yesterday I, I was talking loud, but I uh, my volume goes up and down. <laughs> it, it, it does. Yeah, Harrison is here, though, in his top fuel dragster. <laughs> I followed Harrison. Him? I followed him this morning. I was right behind him for about you know three minutes to the drive. Does it sound like a top fuel dragster? I couldn't really hear it when I was driving. When I, when I parked, he was still had his car on. Yeah, it's just, it just doesn't sound right. It sounds man. like a dragster. I like it. The I man, think you should try to keep it like that. The man is just driving... Uh, a, a hog out there. It's basically. an SUV. <laughs> it's an SUV. I don't even know what kind it is, but it's um, it's got a bad muffler, but it sounds awesome. <laughs> it does. It's cool sounding car. It is. Yeah. It is. I wish um, my hogs sound like that. I want to say something off the bat today before we get into our, our first topic. What is it, Jake? So last night, uh, Monday Night Football, Buffalo was playing yes. the Patriots in Buffalo. It was horrible weather. It was like... 40-mile-per-hour winds with gusts in the 50s at some points. Whoa. Like, the goalposts are just shattering. They're just shaking like crazy. You really? know, They're just shaking. I love it. The Patriots threw the football three times last night and won. Everyone praises Mac Jones for being this great quarterback. Oh, look at this rookie. Oh, he's, 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 it's the Patriot way. It's, it's Bill Belichick. They won a football game he, that he threw the ball three times in. Can we stop? Praising Mac Jones, please. Please. Whoa. Please. Why? He, didn't do, he did nothing to deserve the win last night. That was nothing on Mac Jones. Just Everyone go. says, oh, this guy can be the rookie of the year. 
look at the Patriots have their next quarterback. They did not need him. They could have had me starting at quarterback last night and won that football game. He was one for three passing for 12 yards. We got him 12 yards. He had no passes. He had one pass up until the fourth quarter where he threw two straight in one series, and they were both incomplete, I believe. I think you should focus on the positive. The Patriots won the game running three times. No, yeah, they no passing three times. Yeah, that passing. Excuse me, I'm sorry, passing yeah, three. That's times. That's pretty sad for the Bills to know what was going to happen every single play and still not stopping it enough. I think you should. I I, I don't know why you're you're you've chosen to open the show by disparaging Mac Jones. Well, I just well, he's a rival of mine as a Dolphins okay. fan, and 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 no, you know, everyone praises oh, come the on. guy. I know what's he, going he has on. Just, he just has. All right, all right. I've got it. All right, lay down on for the everyone couch. that yells at Tua for for throwing short yeah, passes. Here we go. This is it. Mac hey, Harrison, Jones we is got the same to thing. It. Yeah, we got to the. They're the same he's quarterback. Got some, no. listen, Harrison understands this. You have some deep seated issues. No. I mean. Mac, you're, Mac you're, Jones and Tua yeah, are this very is a Tua similar. Conversation. This is a Tua conversation. You know you blew it on Tua. No, I did not. I'm, I'm back on Tua. I'm back. Oh, yeah. I'm back. Tua and Mac Jones are the same quarterback. He's just a little bit bigger. They, th- they both throw short passes. I'm trying to get to that. They both don't make dumb mistakes. Lay down on the couch. I'm, I am the psychologist here. No, I'm already on the couch, and I don't need any help. <laughs> yes, you do. I needed help for a while. I, I was not on the stop, Tua bandwagon. Stop I, deflecting. You watch him play. He's he's pretty good. He doesn't make mistakes. He has no offensive line. Where's this anger Patriots, coming from? Harrison, where's this anger coming the from? The Patriots have an offensive line, and the Dolphins don't. And Tua makes it happen with, with nothing. we got to get to the root of your anger. The Patriots are evil. And they get praise for everything they do. Why have you chosen to take off on Mac Jones today, who's having because, a fabulous year because, for the Patriots? Because he's not the reason why they're successful. It's because they have a fantastic offensive line, and they just run the ball effectively. It's not because of him. Okay, Two is having a far better year than him, and is more important to the team than that guy is. All right. There we go. All right? All right. One last thing before we move on. Do you um, get, got something else I, to I get actually, off your I chest? Actually, well, actually, this is part of what I wanted to say to begin, but I got in the Mac Jones wagon to start. Yeah, you, The you city know, of Buffalo I have been to, you always talk about Penn State being like a, a hellhole, right? Croatia, uh, Siberia. Yeah. I that, just, I don't Buffalo, Buffalo is Siberia compared to that place. Hmm. I have been to Buffalo before, and last night, was just it reminded me of my time in Buffalo, my one my my three days I spent there yeah. about six years ago. Uh-huh. That place sucks. Wow, you are on one. Today. Anyone who lives in Buffalo, I, I question you're, why. You're, I mean, we don't exactly live in Scottsdale. You would understand that, right? It's, it's Scottsdale compared to Buffalo, New York. I tell you that much. It's just tropical compared to that place. Buffalo. I I was there in November about six years ago. The sun, I'm not kidding. The sun did not shine one time. It was cloudy the entire time. It was windy. It was cold. It snowed. Oh, man. The day I left was an eight-foot snowstorm. I I barely got out of there in time. I hope Lance Leipold's not listening because he's in town. He was visiting Sevion Morrison last night. Oh, hello. And and, and he could be listening to the show right now, and you're disparaging his food. Well, I'm curious what (laughs) I'd like to know behind closed doors. What Lance thinks about Buffalo, New York. You know, he coached there. He had great success there. But I'd like to know, Lance, off the record, 
nobody's listening here in terms of if I had if if I said this to you, what are your actual thoughts on Buffalo, New York? You've opened the show by disparaging maybe the rookie of the year right. of the NFL and an entire U.S. city. Uh, if anybody out there wants to defend Buffalo, the city, you're welcome to call in four six four five six eight five. But I just don't think you're going to have anybody. It's it's a terrible place. Hip, it's a bad place. What, Jacob? I went to a I went to a you Sabres anger issue. I went to a Sabres hockey game. They were they lost like seven to one. I went to the Bills stadium. Yeah, I want you to tell me something good about Buffalo. I, now. Yeah, sure. Here it is. I, I went right. to a, I went to the Bills stadium back then, and I wore a Dolphin shirt and just did thumbs down the whole time I was there. That's a great part about Buffalo. What did, didn't you did you eat at any good? Yeah, I, I went to the Anchor Bar, which is the home of the Buffalo wing, and I had barbecue wings, and I because I don't like buffalo sauce, and I I get endless crap for that throughout my whole life. The last six years since I've been there, people always make fun of me for. Going to the home of the Buffalo Wing and me not getting Buffalo Wings, and I like I don't care. I don't like Buffalo sauce. I went to a famous restaurant and I got what I wanted. One of it, Harrison. What's That's going what on have. today? That's his, what I have. His issues. I had are, to get a rant out there. His issues are deep seated. That's all I had. That's my rant. I'm moving on. Okay, I'm good. I, I like. I, it. I had to get it. I don't understand why you would take off on Mac Jones like that. But because he is just he's just seen as the golden child, and he threw three passes last night, one completion, and they won the game. That's why. Okay, let's get. Yeah. All right. Four six four five six eight five. Call or text it. Always in. Yes, oh, Harrison says he did lose yesterday. yesterday. That yeah. might be contributing. They've to lost this. a couple straight now. Injuries are starting to set in in Miami. Yeah. Jimmy got hurt again. Oh, Jimmy he, did? He came back, and then he aggravated his tailbone again. Jimmy Injury. Buckets? Yeah. Bam's hurt. Bam's so it's hurt. Out of bail. It's a bad start. Is that say? Is yeah, out of bio. Out of bio. Bam's hurt for a while. Is Butler hurt for a while? Well, he just came back yesterday, and then he got hurt again. You know, he was, he was gone for a full week, comes back, and he's hurt again. So. All right. Now, there's a couple things we need to do here. Um, yes. I think we should do this thing where you have on the, you have on the rundown to to go through the best hires in college football. Yeah, so yesterday, Mario Cristobal was indeed hired by Miami. Manny Diaz fired by Miami same day. And so you have a new head coach there. Oregon is now open for a job. We'll see how soon they fill that. But it it made me ask this question in my head. It has obviously been a, a crazy cycle so far in terms of coaches hired and fired in college football. My question to you is is this. Who has made the best hire so far, and, and which leaves you with the most doubt? Well, you know the one. You know the one that's the best. Is that Lincoln Riley yeah. at USC? Yeah, you identified it on the rundown. Okay. Um, now, there's a lot of national types that will that will sell you that, the, that right behind that is Brian Kelly at LSU. Um, I'm not so sure about that i'm not saying it's a bad hire but we didn't we didn't really talk about this angle on that this angle of he recruited at a high level did kelly at notre dame with recruiting restrictions (laughs) at the lsu i don't get i've never gotten the feeling that there are any really hard recruiting (laughs) restrictions Uh, (laughs) so now how's that how is that going to look how is that going to look? I'm really curious about about that one. Did you give that an A, that higher? Okay, if Lincoln Riley is an A+, plus, Brian Kelly is a 
A minus, maybe. Okay, yeah, I think you have to keep him in the A. But I'm going A minus, though. I mean, this is a guy who, with recruiting restrictions, got Notre Dame to the title game once. I mean, the national title game and the playoff once. Um, he, I mean, he ranks number three among all active coaches in the FBS in wins. Now, he's never coached further south than Cincinnati. You heard him with the kind of the fake accent the other day when he was uh, talking to the LSU fans. <laughs> what do you think about that? It was, was that a bad look for pre- Brian? Predictable. <laughs> um, that I, I, I mean it. Predictable. I can't, he just guys do that stuff. Um, it was kind of ridiculous, but I think he, I think he's a good hire. I don't want to. Talk, I don't want. You know what? Okay. So we talked about two real high profile hires. I can't help but think. And you're gonna. This will resonate with you, because I, I think you like this guy. Okay. Yep. Who, who you got? I can't help but think that the that one of the best hires, one of the top three or four hires, that makes a ton of sense for the school is Joe Moorhead. Joe Moorhead. <laughs> taken over at Akron. Boy, I wasn't uh, expecting you to go that direction. I mean, I know we're not going to go a long way on this one, but Joe, somehow Akron, which was 3-25 and 25 under Tom Arth, 3-25, and 25, Akron somehow coaxed Joe Moorhead there. And you know who I'm talking about, I, Yeah, right? I know who Joe Moorhead is. <clears throat> Moorhead was the head coach at Mississippi State in 219 and 220. He was the offensive coordinator at Penn State, and really good, right? You'd say really good. He was. He was very successful there. Yeah. Went to Mississippi State. Was the head coach there? Yeah. He was. He was. He was. Um, I mean, he's a very highly regarded assistant, and I would give Akron an A plus on that hire. I'm pretty shocked you went that direction. With I know Akron. you are, uh, but I wasn't thinking about there's them. An, at there's all. another one. There's another one that. There's a couple of them down. Kind of it. it little outpost type places that are really interesting and you would you would agree with me on this one and i would give this one an a2 new mexico state which is about to join conference usa got jerry kill i mean jerry kills 150 he's won 154 games 154 games he's 53 games over as a head coach i mean this is oh i'm sorry this is uh this is as good a hire as you could have expected at New Mexico State. There's there's some questions about how much juice he has left for that job for Jerry Kill. Jerry Kill is, I think he's 60 years old. This is a guy that, of course, had health problems at Minnesota. Remember right. that? We, he a good coach there. was a fine coach, but he had the, had the seizure issue on the sideline. That took him out of that role. Um, and then he became, became a coordinator at, at Rutgers for a little bit, and then he bounced around a little bit after that. But... I, you kind of you just have to wonder how much juice he has oh, left. But I do like the hire, though. I like. Yeah, I know that. you do. One more outpost, and you'll like this one too. UMass. <laughs> Where are we going with this? UMass got Don Brown. You're Don Brown. I, 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 I'm concerned about the star of Don Brown. You know, <laughs> Michigan this year really, really made my love for Don Brown simmer quite a bit. Don Brown, 66. Don, Don, yeah. 66. Is that a good hire now? I mean, come I, on. I think it is. Now, Don Brown had been there before. He led UMass to two FCS playoff appearances. Lost he lost in the national championship in 2006. He's been UMass's head coach before. This is round two. 
At, now, he was at Arizona yesterday as their defensive coordinator. I know I went to some outposts. Yeah, you but, went to some ones I did not think you but, would but go those, to. But those ones are really interesting, right? They got UMass got Don Brown. Now, that's not interesting as kill and not as interesting as Akron getting Joe Moorhead. Um, but, yeah, no, you can get to the big okay, ones now. Okay, here, here's your assignment, okay? Okay. I'm going to give you these five. You you tell me what order you think was, was I best. I can do this because right? I, I looked at it. You want me to give a, me the schools or the names? Give me the names. Okay. All right, we'll go. Link- oh, give me the names and the school. All right, Lincoln Riley, USC. Just don't rank them yet. Got, that's your that's your five. Ready? Get get your pen. These, these are the five we're going. I might okay, get to go. six. We'll see. Lincoln Riley at USC. Brian Kelly. There you go. Use this pen. Brian Kelly at LSU. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna throw Kalen DeBoer at Washington on there. Yeah. Put, yeah. Uh, let's see. You got uh, Brett Venables at, at Oklahoma. Mario Cristobal at Miami. Okay. And let's, let's try, I guess, another big school, Billy Napier at Florida. Okay. Those are, some, those are your big, your big hires so far. And, and, then, and then throw in Marcus Freeman, Notre Dame. Okay. okay that's, that's just rank, rank, rank right that's now. seven. That's seven. Rank those hires in order what you think okay. are the best. Okay, I can do it right now. Lincoln Riley's number one. Cristobal's a close two. Cristobal at Miami is. Think of things in this world that just make sense. All right. What, Peanut what, butter and jelly. Yeah. What? Yeah. Thank you. That's a good one. Chocolate on vanilla. Right. Some might say those are opposites, but it's not chocolate on vanilla ice cream. Right. Um, okay. So Lincoln Riley, number one at USC. I think most people would agree with that. Close second, Mario Cristobal at Miami. Third, Brian Kelly at at LSU. Fourth, fourth, and it's a distant fourth. I'm going to go Venables at Oklahoma. I'm going lower on that one. I'm not sold on it. I'm well, not I sold like on it. Venables. I, I, I like I like that. Five, Napier at Florida. Okay. Six, Freeman at uh, Notre Dame. And seven, DeBoer at Washington. Yeah, that, is a, to... that is a meh hire. Uh, there's a lot of people that think that might be the best hire of the group so no, far. No, 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 no. I mean, besides Lincoln Riley. No, Lincoln no, no, the no, 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 no. Nobody thinks that. Uh, there's some people and, out there. Kalen DeBoer. Now, I'm looking at CBS. At Washington. Ra- yeah, I'm looking at. Oh, are you going to use their rankings for your rankings here? Well, no, but I'm just looking. They didn't even. God, they didn't grade it. Here's what Here's what Brett Sally of CBSSports.com says. Isn't Barrett? Kalen DeBoer, the the Kalen DeBoer hire. DeBoer was hired by Washington after going twelve and six in two seasons at Fresno State. His nine and three campaign in two thousand twenty one featured big wins over UCLA and San Diego State. He'll be joined through the transfer portal by his quarterback Jake Hayner, who actually been, began his college career at the Huskies. Okay, he doesn't say much. Um, he, I, they didn't, they didn't really. Oh, hold on, they did rank it. Hold on. <laughs> Well, what is, what's he ranked at? Yeah. Well, they didn't rank it. They give him grades. Hold on, I'll get it. Um, this, let, let, this this is one person, one affiliations. Uh, view oh, they of gave that. it a B. They gave it a B. Well, that's respectable, then. Yeah, DeBoer is not a big name. Okay. Um, he 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 is known as a quarterbacks guru. Um, and and. And Washington had one of the worst offenses in the Power Five. I just don't think that Kalen DeBoer resonates with many people now. Well, they don't know him that well. That's probably right. why. But right. 
I'll tell you what, the one that I'm getting the most pushback on in terms of people that don't believe on in him on, on Twitter and the text line is a guy I told you to rank lower, Brent Venables. People are not sold on this hire. Sip, he's never been a head coach before. I know he's always been a name brought up as far as when is when is it Venables' time to be a head coach. But there are a lot of people that do not really trust this hire to work out in Oklahoma. Ven- yeah, Venables gets a, a B- minus by Salee. Okay, a nope. B-. minus. I Now, it's interesting. I mean, he was on Stoops's, Bob Stoops' staff from 1999 to 2011, and that's what I remember most about him. I mean, obviously, he's done really well with Dabo for 10 years, okay? But, yeah, he's a... I, I we had that. I think we had. I mean, we. I think we had that conversation. I just think I'm. I'm sort of out of this business of saying, all right. When you're looking at the next head coach, just look at coordinators. Who's doing well? It, I. I just don't think that's. I think it's so much that that sort of job for sure. Oklahoma is much more than a guy being able to call a defense, right? I mean, you got to be like that whole CEO discussion that we're having at Nebraska is very real. That job is multifaceted. It, and, and it's become more multifaceted, Jake, 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 Jake. This NIL, this transfer portal, the way, the way college football has evolved, you need a guy that, that is – it's not just about X's and O's now. There's so much you have to manage on a daily basis. In, in, not the least of which is your overall – program message right the feel that surrounds your program mm-hmm. i mean alabama is the most obvious one you can point to that has you just know what alabama's about right it's sort of well, it's, alabama appreciation again yeah and i thought by the way jake i thought alabama appreciation day was a resounding success i did not yeah i, I regret did. all parts i really no no i really appreciate um, your contributions to it. I gave you one. I said that I, I like that their special en- teams includes their star players. Your enthusiastic contribution. I look forward to Cincinnati Appreciation Day when they beat them. I'm going to give them all their credit. <laughs> yeah, right. We're going back to even you Tony really Pike. Think, you really think Yeah, we're that? going back to Tony Pike <laughs> days for Cincinnati. Um, anyway, it's, it's you know, you have to cultivate an image and – Put your stamp on the on the program. Not just put your stamp on one side of the ball, right? Now this is not a commentary on Scott because Scott's Scott's pulling back. Now I, we'll see how much he pulls back. But Venables is just a guy who's who's proven to be a very good defensive coach. Yes, we have no idea what he's going to be like. But that's leader. why there's hesitation about is this a good hire? It's a name that's been brought up forever in terms of. Interest as a head coach you, from from universities, but, but know, he's never gone. Right, but you know who were first time head coaches? Lincoln Riley was a first time head coach. Bob Stoops was a first time head coach. So that's what Oklahoma does. Barry Switzer was a first time head coach. But Wilkinson, uh, it, Wilkinson sure, was no, a first time. It, it head probably coach. will work, but there is. You, know, you know who else was a first time head coach? Tom Osborne was a first time head coach. <laughs> it will probably work, but I I understand why there's hesitation I from people on that hire. You know it. He's just he's been a coordinator for so long. You, if you would think that he would go when the iron was a little hotter several years ago, it's I guess it's still hot for him. But people just kind of thought he was never going to take a head coaching job. But here he is at Oklahoma. I I, I appreciate your your sort of hesitancy and stamping your approval with that. An interesting one, Jay Norvell, the former Nebraska offensive coordinator, going from Nevada to this to a to another team in the conference, Colorado. I don't, State. I don't understand that. 
To help me out with that one. Well, so, because it, it, like you said, same conference. Is there that much more prestige or money at Colorado State than Nevada that I don't know about? I think that it's a new stadium. I love their Nevada's stadium. Nevada is a basketball school, um, and Colorado State. Yes, you got to it. Colorado State has outstanding facilities. They're, I've been to their stadium. It's phenomenal. It's okay. beautiful. It's a beautiful. Well, you're stadium. answering your own question. You've but is that there. is that the reason why it's in your well, same conference? Better so. facilities, maybe more. Hey, Jake, maybe more dedication to the sport of football. Maybe more commitment by the university to the sport of football. That would lead you to maybe to make that sort of move, right? I like I mean, Fort you Collins. Saw, it's a great city. Yeah, Fort Collins is great, a beautiful great city. Place, great place. Now, Reno is, has... I think it's a great place, too, right? Isn't it kind of cool? <laughs> um, yeah. I've, I've, heard, I've never been to Reno, but I've heard <laughs> it's a good place. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that one's interesting to me. There's some other ones that really catch... There's some, there's some really okay. interesting hires. But I have Jake. a question before you go on that. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Oregon's job is open right now. Who, who, takes, who should take the Oregon job? I was, ho- Ball's I was out. hoping you wouldn't ask me that. Well, I'm going question. to. I just did. Um, can I can I give you, you a name that I think? Where's Matt Campbell in all this? I don't think he's an Oregon guy. I, Where I, is he? So he's he's just been okay. Now here's my question about Campbell: Did he not get hired, or he did not? Did he not want to get hired at other uh, all these other places? Like Kalen DeBoer got hired at Washington. Didn't Campbell want that job? We had heard that. Yeah, we had heard that. Yeah. Where's Campbell and all this? I, I think he's sticking around at Iowa State. I mean, how many oh, by choice, or by he, did he just get passed over? I, I think maybe both. I'm not going to try to speak for them. I speak with people. I don't. I'm not speaking for Campbell or, or Fickle, but I, I just think both those guys probably wanted Notre Dame, and they promoted Marcus Freeman to be head coach. So maybe they're both just sticking around. Okay, that doesn't answer my question because if Notre Dame wasn't Freeman. It was going to be fickle. But maybe Campbell didn't want to leave. Maybe he's fine at Iowa State. and just said, I want to stick around here. I'm going to build this up. You would rather be at Iowa State than Oregon? Listen, I'm not I'm not trying to, to say what's right or wrong You'd for me. You'd rather Campbell. be at Iowa State than Washington? Is, is Oregon a good fit for Luke Fickle? No. I mean, I, I don't think so because we've said Fickle was – was really only interested in a couple positions: Notre Dame, Ohio State. If Ohio I if I am Oregon, I I have a name in mind. I'd like to hear it. <laughs> you might push back on this, but I don't I don't think you should. This is a coach that currently is not coaching at the moment, who has dominated that coast. Not dominated. Don't say really Chris Peterson. I'm saying Chris Peterson. No, because he he he. He backed out of college football because he had misgivings about it, and and he just didn't want any Sometimes part of it anymore. Sometimes you just need a little break, Sip. No, he ain't, ain't going to be Chris Peterson. I'm sure he'll get a phone call from from. Well, Oregon. he might. He might, but I don't know if I – like, I, if I'm an AD, I don't – now, I you would have to go back, and you could do this if you want. If you go back and read what he said when he retired, that's not the guy I want. I mean – that's not the guy I want. I want want a guy who backed out of it. I mean, I he he didn't he didn't leave college football to recharge. He left college football. All right, he didn't leave college football I'm, to say he'll get a phone call. Ah, do better than that. Give me a better. That's one. the best. The best I can give you. I, said, I want. If Chris Peterson went to Oregon, they're they're right back to being really. Well, I mean, I they're already say, really good to begin. I with. would say Campbell would work there. I, I like Campbell. I think he'd work there. I think he's a. Why wouldn't Fickle work there? 
Well, I just don't because of where I said. I don't think Fickle wants he he does he wants a select few jobs based on what I've heard. Fickle ain't he's not that's not happening. Fickle doesn't fit as okay. What are we saying? Fickle's a Big Ten type guy. He's a he's more of a you know upper Midwest Midwest Northeast type. Rust Belt. Some guys are just more suited for that. Like Bo Pelini was a Rust Belt type coach. You couldn't see Bo Pelini coaching at San Diego State, right? Probably not. Probably not. Um, I don't. I don't have a great name for you for Oregon. If it's not Campbell, no. if it's not Peterson, if it's not Campbell, if it's not Fickle, now their AD claims to have a lot of interest in the job, and I'm sure he does. I'm sure there's people out there that have great interest in that job. I'm just trying to think of guys that are still open in this cycle that would take the job that would be you know eye openers in a good way for Oregon. Well. I don't have a great name for you other than I think Campbell would work there. I mean, there's some other real interesting hires that that maybe we haven't – that don't get talked about much, like Virginia Tech hiring Brent Pry, the Penn State defensive coordinator, which, by, by the way, Barrett Salee of CBS Sports only gives a C. A C. It's another one. It's kind of like Venables. Um, it's kind of like a poor man's Brent Venables, right? Brent Pry is a – I mean, he's he's never been a head coach, um, and he's going to a place that demands ACC contention every year. I don't like Barrett points out Barrett Salee, who I listen to on the radio a lot. He's good. He um, he um, I I mean he's going he's going to a place where they they're going to demand that they they're in the hunt in the ACC immediately, and I don't know if he can do that. Okay, give me some Oregon names. I'm looking at. I have. Give or, me some Oregon I've got names. OregonLive.com. Okay, thank you. That's uh, where you needed to go. The Oregon. The Oregon. Yeah, that's where has you go. Listed as of yesterday, seven potential candidates, and I don't think these are really attractive. All right, names. here we go. This is Drum from roll, please. James Crepia of the Oregonian. His seven candidates. There's one name at the top that stands out, and it's this one, Dave Aranda, from yeah. Baylor. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, it would. It He's goes. It there. goes really downhill after that. Here's the next six that they have listed for potential candidates. Oregon for the Oregonian for Oregon. Dave Aranda one. Uh, number two, they have Dave Aranda's offensive coordinator Jeff Grimes. Okay, now Grimes. Now I, I'm a with two-time you. Broyles Award finalist. Right now, Grimes is highly thought of as an OC, I and mean, I thought maybe he'd end up on Frost radar but i don't think he he's not on frost radar okay so that's number two number he maybe th- was on it but he's not he's not prominent in the discussion number three a guy that just came from the northwest has been one year in the sec that's brian harson at auburn that's hmm. number three sip yeah why would harson go from auburn to oregon well but he, he came from boise state i know i know where he came from but he just moved. He he, he, just he might realize up. that the SEC is really hard, and okay. the Pac-12 is 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 not as hard. Well, I'm surprised. The same thing as Lincoln Riley, man. I'm not going to the SEC. I'm getting out before I even get in that. My place. only hesitancy with our with Harson is he just went to Auburn. If if they could coax him from Auburn, that is a home run. Look what Harson did at Boise State. I mean, Boise State's been to twenty straight. Bowls. But that's not because of him. Well, no, but it's he, been built. Chris, my, my boy, Chris Peterson behind Dan Hawkins. He made it what it was, and it's just people just kept you it need going. To read what Peterson said when he retired. He didn't say, "Hey, I just need a couple of years to 
to recharge. I'm telling you, Chris Peterson is why Boise State is what they are. They, they, okay. They're still built. Yeah, that's true. Him. That's true. It's not because of Brian no, freaking Harson. Okay, easy, but you're right. You're right, but I mean, don't disparage him. I am disparaging him. Okay, I'm going to look what okay, he Okay, number did. four. Number four, Chip okay. Kelly at UCLA back hmm. to Oregon. Hmm? No? What's wrong with that? I don't think so. Why? Uh, it's certainly possible. I just wonder how that would go over I'm with there. you. I'm with you. It's like, going it's, back. No, yeah. I'm not big on going back. Don't think you'd work out the way you want to. Number five, Bill O'Brien at Alabama, uh, offensive coordinator. <laughs> you could do you a see lot what I'm worse. Saying? Yeah, yeah. You could do a lot worse than that, but okay. Um, then you got two. Now more. wait a second. Hold on. Yeah. Stop on O'Brien. You don't like O'Brien? I just don't. You, I, you know, we talked about I mean, O'Brien as a potential like offensive coordinator here. As a, you know, I, people obviously did that because well, no, we talked about to. O'Brien as a possible. Yeah, head coach. Hey, we did say that. Yeah. I I don't think that. Uh, I don't know. It it doesn't it doesn't mesh at Oregon with me for some reason. It doesn't fit. Okay, that's all. all. Right. I don't I don't have a, re- a great reason for you. It just well, doesn't fit. I don't know. Did you watch the game the other day when they when they, I watched Georgia? a lot of other games this year, this year too? They weren't very good offensively when they had zero points. You know, in the fourth quarter against Auburn, remember that game? Zero points. Who won that game? Uh, Matt Bama did. Uh, the other two, Kalani Sataki at BYU. Okay, now now we're, now we've gotten to a point where we just fundamentally disagree. On you saying this list is not good, and me saying what you've read is excellent. It's underwhelming. Sataki is excellent. Is what's it say about him? He's forty-eight and twenty-eight over six seasons at BYU. That not good enough for you? Which has included back-to-back ten-win seasons. That not good enough for you? They're going to the Big Twelve, so he's not really urgent to leave. Now he's I going thought, to a Power Five conference. I thought Sataki was a good under-the-radar candidate at USC. Oh, they would yeah, never hire yeah, him under the radar. Yeah, well, yeah, not even, not even visible on the radar. <laughs> they got Lincoln Riley over Kalani Sataki. <laughs> Listen to yourself. <laughs> did better, but if if they didn't get Riley, I, the, I would have looked at Sataki. I think that had been not received very well there. <laughs> and the last one who is not doing well at all is Justin Wilcox at Cal. I don't, I don't, I don't get that one at all. Highly regarded defensive mind. Yeah, but he's under five hundred in his five seasons. Oh, let's go back to Brian Harson for a second. Brian Harson at Boise State. His record at Boise State in the conference in the Mountain West was forty-five and eight. That not good it's, enough for it's you. It's Boise State. Everyone does that. Look at all the coaches up there. Who's failed? Who has failed at Boise State? Tell me, who has failed at Boise State? Nobody, because they built it into a winner that just wins. Dan Hawkins, Chris Peterson, Brian Harson. I don't even know the other names up there. They, they've all just won though. It's it's not necessarily those guys they just win football games That's incredible don't do that don't do that don't don't play that game that nebraska fans used to play that you roll out of bed and win nine games at boise state it it it's not it's happening no it's not something that just happens okay all right you have to have the right coach that's what it is we'll have more next on early break of the ticket